There is no easy way to put it, so I'll just put it out there. This has been a disappointing season for Indiana football. (laughs) Think about it. At the beginning of the year, Tom Allen was the one to lead us this year. We weren't supposed to be 2-9. We were supposed to be 9-2, fighting for a, a, a Rose Bowl, perhaps. And yet, here we are. And it's easy in these moments where we've failed, where we've disappointed, where we're hurting, to just say all is lost and to cut ties and to move on. But it is precisely in these types of moments in our lives, sports being a good metaphor in this case for our life, where we think all is forsaken. But in fact, it is in this moment where we can learn the most. Because in a way, all is laid bare. All of the ego, all the facade, all those things that keep us from seeing things as they truly are, have been stripped away. And it is precisely in this moment of being disappointed, maybe even disheartened, that we have the greatest to learn. Not just about our football team, but in life. In the gospel today, we encounter Jesus Christ, the King of the universe, made low before a lowly magistrate in a poor area of the Roman Empire. Out in the hinterland, God incarnate being, in a sense, verbally abused by the local magistrate. This is not how God is supposed to come into the world The Jews believe that, and many believe, that God would come when he came as the Messiah in power and in signs of dominion and domination. That he would establish an earthly kingdom that would never end. And yet, we believe and we profess with our faith that the king of the universe reigns not from an earthly throne made of precious stone or precious metal, but he reigns from the cross. Because we realize in that moment that our God came into this world, assumed our lowly humanity so that we could reign with him, not in a kingdom of power and domination over other people or over the world, but in a kingdom of truth and love. Jesus says it very clearly in the gospel today. You say, I am a king. For this I was born and I came into the world to testify to the truth. God has given us not something over which we can wield power and authority over others, but a truth that is universal, that unites, and that is rooted in love. When we talk about truth, oftentimes it's an easy term for us to make very subjective. But when Jesus says the truth here, he is talking about himself. The truth incarnate. Because, as our church teaches throughout history, that the truth of a thing is when the thing itself is in complete concord with the idea of that thing. And as there is no division in God, God is truth. And insofar as we are made in the image and likeness of God, the truth of our life is that we are called to live our life in conformity with that truth. That you and I are made in his image and likeness, and such is God's love for us, that we, through the sacrament of baptism, though we were unworthy, have been made into his temple. We are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And therefore, the truth that unites us is our conformity 
to truth, to life in the truth, live through love. It is not just a truth that reigns. It is God incarnate. It is love. It is that willing the good of the other, sacrificing my own for the sake of the truth, for the sake of goodness, for the sake of beauty, for the sake of the other. This is the kingdom that God has established on earth and that will be with him forever in heaven. A truth, a love in which we are all gathered in which we are all called from our brokenness, from our woundedness, and raised up, not in dominion or authority, but in humility of heart and vulnerability of life. You see, brothers and sisters, to be subjects in the kingdom of God, of Christ the King, is not, again, to rule over other people, but to rule with humble and vulnerable hearts. To receive our identity, not from what we do, not from what we have accomplished, but from a God who loves us, who calls us to himself, and who offers us a path in this life. Because God loves us so much that he just doesn't say, here is truth, here is love, good luck. He establishes for us a church so that we can know in relative certainty what his will is for us. We can know what it means to love authentically because God has given us and taught us through his example, through his complete revelation, and given authority to the church so that we might walk with him. But in order to do that, we must emulate what it means for the truth and love incarnate to live and to lead in this world. And how does Jesus live and lead? From the cross. We need to open our hearts to the love of God. Jesus embraced the lowest, the lowest part of the world and what it has to offer so that you and I are never alone, so that we are never abandoned or away from our King, but united with Him. In our brokenness, in our wounds, in our struggles, in our difficulties, our King is there in us and with us. But we must open our hearts and invite him in. He never forces his way in there. He desires for us, just as a lover and a beloved desire to love each other and in so losing themselves, find themselves in the love of another, so too we with our king. Not in grandeur, not in power, not in signs, but in the silence of my heart. Then united to truth, and to love that goes forth into the world to radiate that truth and love. In these moments of doubt or difficulty, in those moments of pain, the only answer to our King is gift, is surrender. And in so doing, we hear, as Jesus says in the Beatitudes, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. When we recognize our need for a king, for truth and love incarnate, for a path forward that is maybe not the one I would choose for myself, but is the one that was created for me, when we open our hearts to that, we are set 
free. We are no longer slaves, as we heard in that opening prayer at the very beginning of Mass. We are children, beloved by our King, united to Him. All we need to do is open our hearts to follow after Him, to recognize that if the path God chose for Himself is good enough for Him, it is good enough and it is the proper path for you and for me. Wherever you are in your life, whether you're on a mountaintop or in a valley, God has come into this world. He is reigning in this world and in the world to come so that you and I might know him and have purpose. So that wherever we are, we can unite ourselves to him and move forward in the confidence and in the freedom of being his beloved. I stand before you with a lifelong resistance to being vulnerable with God and with other people. The last thing I ever want to do is share my emotions with other people, especially even sharing those with God. But the more I open my heart to God and to my brothers and sisters in the Lord, the more that truth and love gives meaning and purpose to a life that otherwise would seem devoid of them. It is never easy to follow God, be a Christian, live in that kingdom. But when we go in truth and in love, with humble, vulnerable hearts open, we are set free. We are his children. We reign with him, not in power and dominion, but in truth and in love.